Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Token Podcast. I'm your host and sometimes referee, the friendly neighborhood, Zach Stad Pearson. And today I'm joined by the original agent of chaos, training to be an international agent of chaos, a one chaos. Hello there, everyone. I feel like I said your name too much in that statement. Ah, get used to it. Fuck you. And we're joined by he whose sleep schedule knows no bounds because he does not get to pick when he sleeps, a one CT. Alphabet soup is not a good math tutor. That is also accurate. And of course, here comes a new challenger to my patience, hailing from the land down under Lake Michigan, a one Calliope, the Rangiku. If you know who my Australian is, now? I said hailing from the land down under Lake Michigan. I know. It still sounds like Australia. See you I'm added enough with? pause there. You see what I'm dealing with? <laughs> we haven't even got 60 seconds into this motherfucker. And she found a way to aggravate me. Good. Superpower activate. This is- <laughs> don't, don't, don't encourage her. She will actually do it more if you do. It's true. Most I removed the question mark and added an exclamation. <laughs> Thank Superpower you. activate. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, see, I just like how, for those who are wondering why I said the Rangiku, it's a very accurate description of pretty much everything about her, which makes me Toshiro in this situation. So you all automatically know how stressful she is for me. Calliope, would you like to tell the nice people anything about yourself, or do you want me to do it? You can go ahead. I'm bad at introductions. So one day, I was minding my own business, and I had a good day. And then I went to sleep, right? And I had this horrendous fucking nightmare. It was so terrible, I can't remember it. But the nightmare didn't like the idea of no longer existing once I woke up. So it bled out of my arm one day while I was in the hospital. And it formed into this mass of a artificial human being that lived somewhere under Lake Michigan called Calliope. It only got to five foot four though. So it's not an immediate threat to my life, but it is a threat to my mental sanity because it enjoys my suffering because it is a living embodiment of every possible nightmare I could ever have. Moving on. So uh, our topics for this particular podcast is one topic. But we're just going to ask everyone about it because this is, you know, something that could be serious or deep or we end up just fucking around. But since it's something so universally discussed, we don't need to have four or five other topics like normal. All right. So for this, we're going to be discussing digital media versus modern media, a.k.a. physical media. Everyone under the sun has heard from numerous corporation and technological leaders that we may encounter a all digital future. However, I am in full belief that that is a very vague and nebulous statement and could mean too many things. Because of this, I will personally be explaining the different types of old digital future, of all digital, of an all digital future and asking you, should it happen or should it be actively or should we be actively trying to fight against it? Now, I'm not going to pick on anybody in particular. Well, let me rephrase that for the question. (laughs) I will not be picking on anyone in particular who was the embodiment of a tumor in my ass. But what I will do (laughs) 
fucking laughing just makes it more obvious that I'm talking about you. So I don't care. I feel like I would have to pay you money to not be an asshole to me one day. Maybe. Could try it. That sounds like something chaos would say. So in regards to digital versus physical or modern media, it's it's very simple. Now, I'm sure we all know how the internet works and we know what a server is. If you don't, at any point in time, just stop me and ask me a question, guys. I'm not here to, you know, consider someone stupid because they don't know the same thing as me. I'd much rather consider you evil for enjoying my suffering. So, the internet is not actually infinite. Despite what many, many, many idiots believe or told themselves or corporate wigs who don't don't know how to do anything on a computer except use Google and watch YouTube or do their taxes. Um, the internet is not actually infinite. It never was. Servers hold data and get people online access to information on said servers. Streaming, still the same shit. You connect to a server. There's still the data, but it's being shown to you instead of it being sent to you. And then you, you looking at it and keeping it for yourself. Kind of like Google Drive. Your shit's on a server, but you can download it freely. Now, that means the more time goes by, the higher the resolution of the videos we watch get, the more physical, I'm sorry, the more virtual space, aka data and space, kilobytes, megabytes, terabytes, petabytes, centibytes, septabytes. I don't want to be around for septabytes. Let me be dead, please. The more that information is put online, the less space we have and the longer it takes to get information from point A to point B. There will always be technological advances that change this. In fact, this may not even be a problem in the future, at least when it comes to internet space, because we may go to quantum computing because quantum computers are fucking ridiculous and they kind of look like golden chandeliers. It's actually really cool. I'll show you guys one later. Um, but the only people who think something like that are people who don't really understand the internet to that extent, which is normal. The average man does not know this. And people in charge of billion dollar corporations at the same time. That's when I get terrified. That's when it scares me. So imagine, let's just say, I don't know. Calliope is 82 and she decides, hey, I want to play Gran Turismo 15 because at the rate that they make them games, that's the only one that's going to be out at the time. But Gran Turismo 15 is 200 terabytes. 200 terabytes. Now her storage limit, uh, we'll say it's a, it's a really good 50 terabytes. So she decides she's just going to buy access to it physically download it off of the internet and play it whereas chaos at the ripe old age of let's see theoretically you would be like 70 75 or 74 decides they were going to run that shit off the computer that means that you now have access to it without needing to be uh, uh you want to run it off a of stream that means you don't have access to it when you unplug that bitch that means that there's a physical device somewhere that's holding 200 terabytes for you. But also there needs to be access for other people who want to stream the game or run it or via running it through a server. 
So, how much of that data has to be hard installed on something physical like in an MMO, and how much has to run online or connect online? It changes from game to game, we all know this. But, here's where we can easily get fucked, and why I have a problem with the all-digital future. Hulu, Disney+, and Netflix have all increased their price in the past three years. Disney Plus being the fucking worst. Technically, Disney owns Hulu, or they're the majority shareholder. That means their streaming services, Disney has increased the price of them four times in two years. Hulu just went up in price three days ago. Right? Now, you got two choices. Pay more money, or fuck you go away. Because technically, torrenting isn't illegal, but... You know, most people can't do it anymore. Well, most of the people who don't know how can't do it anymore. Let me just rephrase that. And by the way, this is a real problem because now that means that if you want to buy something physical, you don't have the option. In particular, almost everything on Disney Plus until Bob Iger came back to the company was literally going to be released physical at a later date that was undisclosed. He said, no, we're going to keep it online in perpetuity. Mind you, that's not a real thing. The minute he's going, I promise you, somebody is going to whine to Disney to get it put on physical. That Now imagine that for every single piece of entertainment you own. Imagine the favorite TV show you get. Imagine Blu-rays or movies. You don't even get to watch them. Everything you get and the pricing and how long you have access to it is at the whims of people who can take it from you at any point in time whether you paid them permanently or not. Am I the only one scared by that shit? I am, but for quite a few different nah. reasons. Uh, yeah. <sighs> I feel so warm and fuzzy now. I'm not alone. Oh, Lord. That was a PG-13 statement. Hush your no, just you fuzzy. feeling warm and fuzzy is... is... <laughs> a scary thought. Well, if it makes you two assholes feel any better, uh, <laughs> I'm not too sure I'm even capable of being fuzzy outside of my arms. I just do not get chest hair, which I'm okay with. I like having a smooth belly. I'm going to refrain from making a statement. Okay, well, I preemptively state fuck you in relation to your future <laughs> statement. God, that laugh is so fucking scary. Anyways, so here's why I know and view. Let me see what you're drawing. Here's why I know and view this as a legitimate issue. Oh, that's actually pretty decent. Why I view this as a legitimate issue. Because I know a lot of people don't understand how licensing or ownership works when it comes to a lot of our media or disc, literal disc. So depending on what state you're from, and I shit you not, I mean this, depending on what state you're from, you don't even own the games that you play or the movies that you physically bought. You own the piece of plastic the data is burned or printed onto. Did y'all know that? I did. I did actually know that one. Yeah, I kind of knew that. Oh, cool. Sweet. Saves me some time. And then there are also some companies, Apple being one of them, who actively fight, try to make illegal or sue people who get the data and use it after purchasing it in whatever way they please that is not illegal. 
Nintendo is usually one of the more famous slash infamous people to do that. Um, you PC mod one of their games. You have a non-profit tournament that is not being broadcast on national TV or any shit like that. They'll still try to sue you. They've done it. Also, a lot of these companies don't always re-release or make some old material findable again. You know how fucking annoying that is? Imagine you have Super Smash Brothers 2, aka Melee. You have Super Smash Brothers 2. That shit came out on the GameCube in what? Fucking 2004? 2004, 2005? Now, imagine you're in 2023. Yeah, you don't have to try that hard. And you want to play that game now, but it's not accessible on any serviceable Nintendo product. But you still have a copy of it. So now you can run it on your computer and you can do all types of crazy shit. Hey, you want to put Knuckles in the game, make him playable? Okay. You want to make Goku playable? That seems very fucking unusual, but okay. Have you have it your way, Weeboo. So that happens. And when that happens, guess what? you got to potentially worry about a fucking lawsuit. There are companies that have even attempted PlayStation. I'm not going to beat around the bush. It was fucking PlayStation that have even attempted to sue people just for hacking their system. Now, reminder, I know people feel how they feel about that, but here's what you have to remember. Hacking is not a dirty word. It's like grooming. People assume a negative connotation, but like almost every word in the English language, except for evil um there's not four or five different definitions hacking is hacking's definition literally is just augmenting and enhancing and modifying something to do or perform a function it could not previously do so if you take a toaster and you make it play doja cat when the toast is ready instead of just popping out of the machine you technically hacked your toaster Yeah, hacking is actually extremely neutral. It's what you do that makes it terrible. Sony decided to sue someone for showing that you can run an operating system on the PlayStation 3. It's well documented. It's been around for a long time. It was a tech savant. This dude got hired at like Google at 16. He pretty much accomplished everything he could in life before he was old enough to fucking drink. He was a genuine, literal, 90s, stereotypical computer whiz kid. And they sued him for literally creating the ability to do and run software not licensed by Sony with something that they own. Dude was potentially looking at jail time for this shit. Yeah. So imagine what would happen. Let's say, I don't know, CT decides, you know what? I really do love that fucking Loki show. That Owen Wilson's is quite a character. And he decides, oh, I'm going to put all of Loki season one and two on a disc. You don't give it to nobody. You don't sell it. You paid the license to access what they have. And then SWAT comes and busts down your door the next day and you go to jail for five years. Do we really want to risk that shit? 
I don't. So I guess the next question becomes, how the fuck do we fight against it outside of torrenting? Yeah, I said it. Because... Well, here's another one. Like, Pokemon, back in the day, there was an episode where Ash ends up with 130 Taurus. Nobody understands why. Nobody knows how. And it's because the previous episode was banned in America because a cowboy and his family drew a gun on Ash. You can't find that except for physical media. And even then, that's a lucky shot. So there's a chance by going all digital, they'll just cut content out from underneath you. You've already paid for 120 episodes, and you go back, why is there, a, why is there only 20 episodes? What's going on? Oh, the, uh, the country you live in doesn't like these contents. Okay, so I just, uh, I'll use a VPN. And then you go through, it's like, no, they, they cut the episodes for everyone because they know people use VPNs. Oh, cool. So I just, I paid $100 for this thing, and I only get two hours worth of value. That's cool. Thanks. Yeah. And that has already happened. Um, sincerely hoping y'all can't hear the vacuum in the background. Y'all can... uh, only very minimally. Oh, good. Well, that's better than, you know, hearing the full thing. Um, all right. So stuff like that has already happened. Uh, Tom Hanks did a movie where he was dating a mermaid and didn't know it. For some reason, they censored her running in 480, mind you. This is a 480 resolution movie. They censored her running in the background with hair that goes down to her ankles. They literally put extra hair on her, the lower half of her body. It looks fucking weird. And then it turns out there was a whole website dedicated to showing people that, hey, Depending on where you get these digital movies, they've been taking shit out that they shouldn't have. Because now you don't have access to the original stuff you wanted. You have to worry about... What are you shaking the mouse around for? You have to worry about... Oh, snap. Is this thing I wanted to be there that I used to see going to be there? And then they're not going to tell you. They do not put in anything other than terms of service, things may not be the original format you remember. And some of them straight up don't even tell you that. Technically, on some level, I feel like a false false advertisement lawsuit could happen, right? Because it's 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 just it just blows my mind. So now the only way to get access to this original version of the Tom Hanks movie, you had to have known about it coming out in theaters or seen the poster. You had to have a VHS copy of it. Then you would have to digitize the VHS copy onto DVD disc. Then you would have to physically burn. Or, I'm sorry, rip the data onto your computer. You got to go through four steps, through four different forms of physical media conversion, damn near, just to be actually seeing it. Because this people you gave 50 bucks a month decided, nah, nah, you don't get that. Are you talking about Flash? I said Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks wasn't in Flash. That was Michael Keegan. Flash. Oh, yeah. Like the mermaid movie Splash. Yeah. Um, but some more yeah. for, us, the for one, those of yeah. us who remember Outlaw Star, also so so mad that that manga never fucking came out in English or it, it didn't even get finished online, you know, illegally. Well, not illegally because there's no one who has a license to Outlaw Star manga in America. It never even got finished online with conversions from third parties, bro. There's an entire episode that everyone has heard about and it's infamous. It's called the Hot Springs or Hot Tub episode about Lost Hot Star. Springs Planet 10, right? We all thought it was a filler episode <laughs> because, you know, 
girls in bikinis is what the episode was about. Turns out that was actually one of the most fucking important episodes of the entire fucking show. There were no filler episodes. Yeah. I didn't Yo. learn this till two years ago. Because I saw it, the episode uh... on Amazon Video. So. Yep. The people who remember Outlaw Star. Gene Starwin, besides having a fucking cool ass name, had a gun that had bullets that are so strong they can fucking kill you. They basically create a mini black hole and do other types of crazy shit. But you could only get those bullets from one location. He only had two of the bullets. But when you watch the next episode that skips that shit, he had seven of them. Where did they come from? He got the bullets from the Teddy Planet. As weird as that sounds. And they also explained, you know, what the gun was yeah. and what the shells were. It's yeah. literal magic. Yeah, in one episode that literally never aired outside of Japan. Every single region either edited the episode to where it was only about that, in which case it got put on as an attachment to the previous episode or the forthcoming episode, because at that point the episode would be only like six minutes of material. And nobody knew this. He did see a lot of titties, though. Aisha Clang Clang's titties were, were in there. She wasn't even mad about it. She was like, hey, you see something you like? Like, that's literally what she said in English. And hearing the voice of Rogue from X-Men say, see something you like? Oh, my God. Ugh, I'm not going to talk about it. But shit, I was not prepared. <laughs> Shut up. Ah, uh, I see. I see. <laughs> I'm going to let that pun slide. So... Um, I'm adamantly against it, but I, I, I bring this question to the crowd, aka you guys. What the fuck are we supposed to do? Because my only option is I torrent this shit. I run the risk of being banned from having an internet provider because almost all internet providers, although torrent isn't illegal, they are in contracts and deals with the big companies to basically snitch if someone who's using their shit has or is torrenting. But at the same time, they basically boosted up the VPN market. You know why? Because VPNs hide all torrenting. The miniature VPN is set outside of your country. It's damn near impossible to get caught. And VPNs go from $2 to $10. I don't know what we're supposed to do. Because video gaming solved this problem a long time ago. Sega practically did not think it, uh, didn't consciously make the decision to re-release their old material until 2010. Remember, Sega's been making games since 1986, but they didn't think to make a giant collection of 2D shit, which could easily be less than like 20 gigs, until 2010. And last I checked, it was a limited release. They didn't even advertise it or market it, and most people don't even know it came out. So if you guys got ideas and suggestions on how to fix that shit, I'm open to them. The only thing I could think we could realistically do is to boycott digital services. But you can't really do that because, like I mentioned earlier, VHSs are still popular in Nevada, but nobody gives a damn what happens in Nevada. I don't even know how you know that. I lived in Nevada. Like, I'm a Nevadan. I thought you were from Cali. Well, I mean, just because I was there for five years out of the 20 years I lived, but yeah. 
I mean, I just bought a car with a cassette player. Well, Makes me super different. happy. That's but different. I know, but on the concept of physical versus digital, um, like that was a choice that I made. I was very happy to have that because I like to have the physical copies of things. I like to be able to listen, even if, you know, I have poor reception or my phone dies or something like that. And that's something that I think a lot of people neglect to think about as well when it comes to strictly digital is that it is so much easier to lose access even when you don't get into the objectively horrifying information about how much censorship there is. Yeah, because a lot of censorship, people don't realize when it comes to shit going online, it's not because a country said something, it's because a producer decided something on a whim that a previous one might not have done. Like when Evangelion first came on Netflix, a lot of motherfuckers was mad. It's not because they redubbed everything or they redubbed uh, uh, some of the stuff. It was because they completely cut out that irregular, almost sus-like homoerotic area that Evangelion got in when Shinji had that uh, gray-haired guy whose name I keep forgetting. Kauru? Um, yeah. They completely cut it out. They even cut out him dying. Uh, They cut out some pretty important story yeah and it was absolutely unnecessary because reminder evangelion is how old and this wasn't like the new version this was like the old shit i was gonna say evangelion in the 80s 90s i think it came out in the 80s i don't think uh you know what actually let me check and now it's time for (laughs) consulting british google starring my phone, which has a British Google accent. Hey, Google. Oh, broadcast when did Evangelion first come out? Yeah, it was mid The air date of the first episode of Neon Genesis Evangelion was the 20th of August, 1997. God damn. That's, um, original run was October 4th, 1995, though. You, you feel better about yourself? You, you happy with that? Yeah, that's a two-year difference. It is a pretty big difference. Were you even born in 95? Yes! 91. 88. That five and seven, that's a complete difference in my capacity to understand human language. Like... (laughs) It's 95. If you understand Animaniacs, you're good with me. Oh, man. That, that shit was funny. That reminds me of That was not meant for kids. There was a lot of things. <laughs> I saw a meme recently that it was like, um, if you know the Animaniacs and you're not stretching, like, it was somewhere along those lines. And I really thought that it was like a threat that they were going to come for us and no it was just saying like you're old you should stretch first off I'm offended by that not because it's calling me old but because everything we like growing up pretty much got rebooted 
okay we got tiny tunes and animaniacs back so if you know who the animaniacs are you could be damn near three or two yeah i'm just happy I thought that there was a reboot until i shared well that it's not a reboot it's a, it's a direct continuation they didn't get a reboot uh, well continuation tiny tunes are the reboot though however i'm just happy they gave buster a fucking red hoodie i wanted him in a red hoodie i know i'm not the target demographic but hey i'll take my small victory so i propose this um to all of you this is what i think should happen well i mean ct's idea is pretty good first and foremost i'm sure we all know about amazon but here's something big corporations can't stop other big corporations unless they buy them but then again that's a long process so there have been also i don't know why you don't want a cd player in your fucking car of all things you can have both you can have a cd and a cassette player yeah i've been wondering how is it that nobody seems to remember or that every that the rest of the media lovers out there started doing like video games do and we started getting tertiary devices that can run the old shit or they can take the data off of it and run it independent of anything relating to online. I'm sure we're all aware of it, but within the first five years of DLC becoming commonplace practice for video games, not PC games, different shit. We stopped getting video games that had complete versions with all the DLC that came out on them. Yep, yep, yep. It yep, didn't even yep. take two years. Now, don't get me wrong. Most of the games that are like that, usually a first-person shooter or fighting game, or really just Street Fighter. Street Fighter has now made over 200 outfits going from... No, they made over 500 outfits going from Street Fighter 4 to Street Fighter 6. And there has never been a version, even though they call them Complete Edition, Champions Edition, Arcade Edition, there's never been a version that has all the fucking outfits on them. And don't get me started on Dead or Alive. As someone who plays Dead or Alive, <laughs> even I know that... Whoa, I didn't know you knew what that was. Even I know <laughs> that's fucking disgusting. Yeah. We're talking... Bro, I've literally been playing Dead or Alive since before it came out in North America officially. That's how dedicated I was to Dead or Alive. Talk I was on one OG. of the first Dead or Alive websites fan made to ever exist. Free Step Dodge. You can look it up. As a toddler, I'm on this bitch. Right? I couldn't get people to believe me when I said Dead or Alive existed. Because America started with Dead or Alive 2. Right? It's not the first time America gets fucking released three games later. <laughs> so yeah, true. So imagine, and Officer, you were there, that legendary podcast we did where me and Hill flipped shit for 20 minutes because we found out how much it cost to get all the dead DOC DLC and Dead or Alive 5, a game that came out in 2013. If you bought all the DLC, you spent $1,458, right? Disgusting. Is that, is, yes. is that uh, modified for inflation or based at release? At release. And also, sometimes you have to buy bundles because certain outfits you can only get if you spend $80 in a fucking bundle. I'm not joking. Dead or Alive 5 had... Four different releases. Dead or Alive. Dead or Alive um, ult 5 Ultimate. Dead or Alive uh, 5 Last Round. And then the free version, which I recommended. Don't touch 6. Dead or Alive 5 Free Edition. Where you can literally buy everything individually piecemeal. 
still fucking stupid, but it's it makes a lot of sense if you think about it. Because if someone wants to experiment with a fighting game, let them buy one character for free and experience shit. And if they like it, they can invest more. I get that, but it still feels very piecemeal. If you bought every single DLC in 2013, well, that's when it first came out, but it finally ended getting DLC in like 2017. If you bought all the DLC, it was after taxes. It's basically damn near 2000 fucking dollars. And guess what? To this day, there is not one fucking version of Dead or Alive 5 that has all the DLC outfits in it. <coughs> mind you, mind you, I'm someone who's just, I got a character loyalty situation. If a character is cool and they never stop playing cool, I'm going to play them and I'm going to like seeing them in any game I'm in or game I can get a hold of. For RPGs, Tifa Lockhart goes without saying. For fighting games, well, the first two I'm not going to mention because I feel like they will be used against me. I'm, I'm not going to get into it. But the third person is Ayana. <laughs> no, I want to know. You're the only person I don't want to know. Rude. Pikachu face. No, it's extremely smart. <laughs> what did I just say? Will be potentially used against me. So why would I let the one person who could potentially use it against me do that? Oh, I don't want you to shoot me and you hate me. Here's his gun with bullets. The fuck? I ain't stupid. So here's I think I would have like, used. Yes. The, the, the two face. games I grew up on were Final Fantasy VII and Legend of the Dragoon. If I remember correctly, Legend of the Dragoon was the Western competition to Final Fantasy. Yeah. And it didn't do well. It was not, it, it was very well received. There's a cult following yeah, active to well, this day. It did well, but it peered off very quickly because the idiots who coded it, they made an EXP system that people didn't understand. So the game actually got harder the further you get, unless you beat a boss. Because 80% of the game's EXP comes from fighting bosses that is so irregular that it pissed off a lot of people but it was a really good game oh i, mean, yeah. I ground i grinded now the big issue i had is not with the game itself it was with the fact that the coders made the game focusing on the gameplay itself and then they coded the characters Kongol, he's an extra character technically speaking he's one of the best characters in the game up to level 60 the level cap is 99, but past level 60, Kongle doesn't get any benefit because they just stopped coding him. They just gave up at 60 because yeah. they, had a, oh, they wow. had a release date. Yeah, like... So once you hit level up. 70, Kongle is useless. I ain't even fucking get the characters to level 70. Go oh, I got everyone to level 99. I was dedicated, and it took me fucking forever. Dear sweet mother of God, my huh. screen broke. I got a black bar. I don't have that problem. Calliope in real life. No, no. <laughs> that is not accurate. It was the surprise Pikachu. Shocked Pikachu. It's no. me. No, just you being a Pikachu is not accurate is my issue. Small and destructive. You have a, a better me. You know what? Small and destructive. That's chaos. You know oh, what? Oh, my bad. Bruh. What the fuck? Sorry, someone's trying to add me on Discord. Okay, back to our regularly scheduled bullshit. If you well, look at the about... older games, they were more complete than modern games. Yes. Like with the with that Spider-Man game that came that out people recently. People are going to like their game enough to put on DLC. But the problem is, is that 
you shouldn't fucking do that because that means you made half of a fucking product. But, no, um, not like oh, no, no. We're, that's two different subjects right there. If you make half a fucking product because you expect people to like it, you're already fucked up. If you release a full product and say there's more to it, here's Spider-Man. Well, the body of Spider-Man. If you want to know how everything happened, you have to buy these five DLCs. That's the only way you're going to be able to understand what happens at the end game. It's like what the fuck. That is literally the most annoying thing in the world. And a recent uh, version of that is Overwatch with their jiggle? story stuff. Oh, God, don't get me started on that bullshit with because Overwatch. Because here's here's my whole thing is Overwatch hey, just 1. for the record, if it's about Overwatch, try to keep it under five minutes because we'll shit on Overwatch all day and I ain't even played the shit. Well, I'm just I'm just saying in regards to what we're talking about about the DLC half finished things that sort of stuff. Uh, in Overwatch One, when we had the story stuff going on uh, between Reinhardt Tracer Soldier and then Reaper Moira Genji, that stuff, mm-hmm. we had it for a limited amount of time, and uh, that was it. And it was like, okay, cool, like we got that story, you know, that whatever. But in Overwatch Two. Now they have it where you can't even access the actual story unless you pay for it. You had that little oh snippet. Oh my god. I you remember had that. A little snippet, but like other than that one snippet, you didn't have access to the original stories even during the time that it was released. I get they were like, "Hey, if you want to go back to these stories, pay for it." Like, "Okay, I understand that." But they didn't even give you access to those stories to begin with. And it's like why would you advertise this as such a big thing? Because I'm not going to buy it because advertisement. Yeah, it's it's just ridiculous. And it's just in regards to like what we were saying with things just being half released and you're just sitting there like, why would you do this? Because now you're either gonna make everyone angry or you're going to, you know, not get the profit out of it that you were expecting because of the fact that you did so poorly in trying to get this out and into the world. Honestly, I wouldn't even say it was half released. Overwatch 2 was maybe, at most, 33% done when they, you know, shoved it out the door at some, oh, uh, uh, here, take this. Mm -hmm. Now, Now, let's look at the other end of the spectrum, right? A complete game, a masterpiece in my eyes. The Metal Gear Solid franchise, excluding fucking, uh, uh, um, uh, what was it? Metal Gear Survive and Metal Gear Five. I, Metal Gear Five was a good game. It was not a good Metal Gear Solid game in my eyes. But Metal Gear Solid Two and Metal Gear Solid Three, you're not getting those anymore because uh, Konami lost the licenses for some of the film footage they had in the game. And rather than cut the footage, they cut the game. You can't get it digitally. You have to go to a secondhand store or find somebody who owns it, or you go through an emulator. That's the only way you're getting it, well, which goes back to torrenting. I mean, I hope we do. We'll no, see. His we, songs. No, we are. They already showed the trailer. I'm not tracking it. Okay. But well, you can't get the original. Now you know. You're getting a remake yeah. of three. Also, very serious question, guys. I know there's something that we intimately forgot to talk about. Who the fuck wrote Boob Jiggle on the Wall? <laughs> what the hell? Founder. Wait, where? <laughs> Listen, you're looking okay, at that animation, and that's the first thing I Both think of you of. sound guilty, but it has to have been one of you. Who did it? We already oh, know. I thought the ominous laughter was, uh, you know, uh, evident enough. But It was for one of us. <laughs> oh, my 
my fucking god. See, this is why I don't talk to women <laughs> about fighting game women because there's never a conversation about, oh, how does she play? Why do you like her? No, they just go, so what? Does she have a big tits or big ass? Like, seriously? If a dude said that, I don't know if I would be more offended or I would think he's stupid. But when women say it, I'm just like, I'm just like, why are you stereotyping me like my whole entire decisions when I'm involved in having fun immediately involve either two round sacks in the front or two round sacks in the back? Like Real talk, on. though, I like playing the fem- like the women in fighting games because a lot of times they're more like dexterity based. They have more speed. Uh and those are the characters that I like to play. Yeah, but that's a different stereotype. Yeah, like you don't have to deal with it. Like I'm gonna tell it you right is, now, as a grown but I'm just, man, I'm just saying. As a grown like, ass man, I have also they're pretty. They're pretty and they're fast, and off, I can kick ass sometimes. Stop, stop bringing up prettiness. So at, going from no. just fourteen to right now, going from fourteen to right now, I can tell you for a fact of all the conversations I've had about Cammy with people in real life, male or female. I fucking hate him. I fucking hate having the conversations. You know why? Because no matter what I do, I somehow end up having a conversation where somebody has to bring up Cammy's ass or Cammy's legs or one of those two things being the reason I play Cammy. It's never what I said, which was the truth. My cousins were talking about Spider-Man and what would happen if he ran out of web fluid while he was in the room. Yeah, he'd be bouncing around like a Super Bowl. Shout outs to people who remember you can get Super Bowls in the quarter machines back in the day. And I thought, man, that's really cool. I wonder if there were anybody in the fighting games that can play like that. And then they just thought about it and they said, have you seen Cammy from Street Fighter? I was like, yeah, she didn't play like that. Then X-Men versus Street Fighter, Marvel vs. Capcom. Cammy has a super combo that looks like something Spider-Man does. Literally, they have two super combos that look like one another. And I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. She bounces around and says, yeah, she's like Spider-Man if he didn't have his webbing. Uh, this, and, I, and ever since then, I've liked playing Cammy. All right, I did on. not tell uh, them Cammy, to make her perpetually the... 18 years old. I did not tell them to pretty much never put her in pants. I also did not tell every single fucking man, woman, and on some occasions, children, which bugs me to this day, to immediately assume... I like Cammy because I have some blonde fetish. In fact, I think Cammy is the reason I fucking pick on blondes because I'm annoyed that people decided because I like Cammy, I have a fucking blonde fetish. I don't have a blonde fetish. Ask Calliope. I do not have a blonde fetish. She can confirm. You were doing so for, well. For my, for my perspective or my reference, Cammy, that's the militant onesie wearing blonde with the ego and violent streak, right? Bro, just bottom right of the screen. Bottom right of the screen. That's Cammy. And yes, Chaos, you can talk. Oh, I was just making a meme. Hold on. <laughs> now I have to go fucking... Here's the prompt if you can't access the activity. Zoom Man, out. you got... to zoom out on your screen, bro. Just... If you're I'm on still on the texting it. page. Oh, That's you how you know he's bad with computers. See anyway, if he's on his I'm, phone, isn't he? I am 30 with the mind of a 20-year-old and the... And the technical capacity of a 70 year old i am oh there's all of us in the chat that's useful thank you oh, well, i guess you'll get along pretty well with calliope you were doing so well what do you mean doing i was uh, my phone was black screen and i was just She's talking what do you mean me. doing oh well? no i was i was referencing was um pronunciation oh my god, Wait, how am I oh, supposed to pronounce god it? this 
Okay, Rangiku. There you go. You know what? Where's a Rangiku gift? I'm just going to cover your face. I'll take there. it. <laughs> um, I Look, I don't like my name being mispronounced. My nephew's the only one that gets to do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Teach me how name. to pronounce your name then. Calliope. Yeah, I'm not getting it. That's not happening. I'm sorry. Uh, if, there some if you can't get it, like you can just name? there is, um, and I had Dude, no idea. Seriously, just say. Rangiku. And ironically, Calliope. Yeah. Um, ironically, like before I got my car, so I live with some chosen family, and the car that I was using has like one of the peeker stickers. Um, and there was one day when I was out and they're like, Hey, do you know who that like sticker is? I'm like, Nope, no idea. And it's, it's Calliope. Calliope uh, Mori. Chosen family. Yeah. I'm going to put a pin into that. Um, all right. So yeah, uh, I, I helped you out right there. There's a gift with Rangiku. Just, uh, cover that up there. Make it easy to figure out who see it. Is. But now you're covering all of the pretty art. Oh, I'm sorry. I just meant to cover your not pretty face. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Jeez, I'm Technically, it's not even really? my face. It's a character from a webcomic I read. I'm standing by my statement. Anyways. um, I'm just going to look up Cammy. This ain't working for me. All right. How the fuck do you not know She's the blonde that has like the green bodysuit. The one the that never eye. wears pants. Or a skirt. Uh, okay, that's uh, half of Sonic. We're talking about Street Fighter. What the fuck? I just said, like, you gotta be very specific with me. I'm not. Look, you'll figure it out eventually. Type in, if you literally Google Street Fighter character with no pants, I promise you Cammy's gonna show up. I wish I was joking. I tried it once as a joke. Me and my friends were laughing for 10 minutes. It was fucking hilarious. But anyways, yeah. I fucking the world just decided. Yep. Okay. That, yeah. Did you find her? Because I was saving a picture for <laughs> to send you. I mean, you could try, but I'm not probably not going to see it. Like you could ask, <sighs> you could ask Zach. He contacted me 24 hours later. Hey, you're still in the group chat, man. Yeah, oh, I, I heard about, about that. that. <laughs> it happened twice. <laughs> oh no. Oh, yeah, Cammy. She's the one with the green leotard with the red beret. No, yeah. I see That's it. That's what I just said. I'm looking at it. Like I. I see it. Now she wears pants what? for the first time in 25 Ever. years. For the first time in 25 years, she's wearing pants, right? Uh, Maybe speaking longer. of, you know, not logging out, I'm, when, we, when we're done, um, somebody remind me, make sure I'm logged out. Got you. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so we just now realize. <laughs> so now that means that we're in a perpetual state where people are releasing content. And if you weren't around when that content first came out and you didn't buy everything in it, whether you wanted to use it or utilize it or not, unless you're a hacker or someone who torrented and archived the game yourself and all the stuff that came out via DLC, it's just gone because these companies don't care about proper storage and proper redistribution of something people still want, which I don't, which blows my mind. Everyone in this fucking chat knows what Air Force Ones are, except one person. I'm sure he's going to mention he doesn't know what they are. Everyone in this chat. Hi, how you doing? Everyone in this chat knows what Air Force Ones are. Those shoes are older than fucking Rangiku, but they still release them. You know why? Because people still need to wear shoes. But for some reason, when you get to video games, 
they're just like, oh yeah, Chrono Trigger, I remember that. Yeah, let's re-release it on the PlayStation One. That way, PlayStation people can try it. Then yeah, but what about the people mobile? after them? I was actually thinking recently about like because they did the re-release finally of like older Final Fantasy games, so now they're accessible on like PS4, yeah, or PS5, or whatever. They literally did. I'm all so of them. excited. Okay. Final Fantasy VI is my favorite. Anyways, um, hell yeah, but the, fuck yeah. Um, but the Parasite Eve trilogy. Oh yeah. I don't think. You oh want that. yeah. You don't want that. that. I don't think you want that. You want the first two, and that's it. See, I really like Third Birthday. I mean, it was weird, but it was a good game. I liked Third Birthday a lot. <sighs> uh, with regard, and it was weirdly though, my introduction to it. With regard to the example, yeah. With regard to the example you gave earlier of Chrono Trigger, that game's been re-released a bunch of times. No shit. It's also on fucking phones for 15 bucks, which is stupid to me. And not- it annoys <laughs> me that the Steam version is just a port of the mobile version is utter garbage as a result. Yeah, there's no consistency with any of the shit that they do. That's Best so version dropped- is the PS1. So- I dropped PlayStation because of Final Fantasy VII. Because I bought it when it came out on PS1. I bought it again on a PSP and went, okay, cool. And then I went to my PS3. It's like, all right, I guess I'll buy it again. And then I got the PS4. Would you like to buy Final Fantasy VII? We noticed you have a history of purchasing it. I've already bought it three times. Why don't you just let me have it now? No, no, we don't do that here. I used to right, Xbox it is. Had... That's actually one of the problems, too. It's like once you bought something already, and if you have another device that can utilize it, they can technically block us or they could bar you from being able to do it, use it still. Like, there's no situation where I don't think, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think there's a situation where we could actually enjoy things that we bought unless after we buy them, we immediately digitize them offline in case of not even emergencies, in case of five years down the line, which is a weird thing to say. Not because it's obsolete, not because it's hard to find or the material and devices that was utilized with it are obsolete. No, it's because, oh, these guys just said, eh, fuck it. Oh, and they Let's... won't have all the material that was in it previously. I honestly think so... the only thing we can do is torrent. And once you torrent, archive. Because what happened to the 3DS? The entire network went down. Did it have to go down? Yeah. Absolutely not. Because first off, that's a small amount of data. The entirety of the DLC store for the 3DS does not take up... Who the fuck is sending me pictures on WhatsApp? That's gotta be fake. Oh shit! There's one guy who did buy oh, the entire last. 3DS store. You know what about to say? I if it wasn't for that guy, well, I, I allegedly I won't say it was him. It could be somebody else. But um, if it wasn't for, well, let's be honest, hackers, we wouldn't have half the amount of fucking information and data properly preserved the way that we do, right? You know how fucking crazy yep. that it is that the people who are technically doing something that these billion dollar and hundred million dollar companies don't do isn't sitting up here, is sitting up here and doing their job for them. And what blows my mind is that they want to act like they're illegal, go after them, sue them, all this other shit. And I'm just like, bro, bro, bro. 
when you remove access to something, you remove the odds of someone paying for the shit. Do you not get that? Do you really not get that? So, so my my futurist my my prediction for the dystopian future of digital <laughs> subscription services is you buy a car. Cool. This is your car. Congratulations. For an extra thousand dollars a month, you can have access to all six cylinders. As of right now, you're <laughs> you're uh, throttle locked at two. That's and hilarious. for an additional thousand dollars a month, you have access to the blinker. Which, by the way, if you don't know, in your state, is a requirement in order to register the vehicle. Cool. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what fucking car was it that recently actually had DLC? Tesla. Oh God damn it! <laughs> there was a car oh jesus Christ. it was no, for I'm like the heated no dead ass it was like fucking uh heated seats or some shit i literally just answered the question there was two of them or was it the first one was tesla they literally had firmware and dlc locked shit and they called it over the air updates no they literally have firmware to their car the second one it was yeah, sounds about right bmw or someone they had one model of car where they wanted to charge extra for heated seats but it turns out all the cars came standard with it. You were paying to get the ability to turn it on and off. Mm -hmm. I would have thought people would have dollars a month that. for heated seats or pay to unlock adaptive cruise control. Oh, you looking it up? Yeah. Which company then, was it? It was BMW, it right? Was BMW for oh, the heated yeah. seats. Tesla has a pricey $99 to $199 a month subscription service for its self-driving software in some cars, and Volkswagen, Toyota, and GM have all trialed similar subscription-based unlocks or features as well. Mercedes is charging $1,200 a year for quote-unquote acceleration increase. I'd like to point out that this old motherfucker sitting on we his line right now said, companies. I have a prediction of the future. That we was three months ago, dude. We have companies doing what fucking video games do. That doesn't bother anybody? I blame Bethesda. fucked up. Okay, well, in summary, I believe that the only thing we can do is archive what we own. I won't say steal via torrenting. Archive what we own, and we'll have to physically share it because we can't do things for profit, and companies go out of their way to try to make sure we can sometimes not even share shit. Fun fact, the Nintendo, one of the owners of Nintendo back in the day, basically tried to make it and succeeded in making it illegal to rent video games in the entirety of Japan. Seriously? Yes. And Where's even though that guy is gone, guess what? At no point in time has Nintendo or even Sony made a collective and conscious choice to remove that law or get it removed. So even though that dude hasn't been isn't alive and hasn't worked for or at Nintendo in over 20 or 30, no, 30 something years, guess what? That law is still in effect. You'd be surprised how many laws are like that. Or you won't. You know be it's illegal in West Virginia to have uh have a no, it's Maryland. It's illegal in Maryland to have a pie on your windowsill on a Sunday. Yeah, it's illegal in Kentucky to walk with a ice cream cone in your back left left pocket on a Sunday. In California or either I believe in Virginia, it's illegal to be in a bathtub and have oranges with you. There was a there was a book on dumb and stupid laws that were never taken out. Um I think pastor. I've read that book. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like a lot of them came from that. I think book. we all have at this Same point. Time. I'm mad I lost it. I'm fucking mad I lost it. And the worst part uh-huh. is I lost it to the fucking Calliope twin. I fuck. I'm Oof. fucking mad about it. She actually it made it half wet. I think there was toilet. also one about walking alligators. Yes, no, I don't know. Uh, it's illegal to chain an alligator or a uh, crocodile to a fire hydrant. Ah, uh, okay. First yeah, off, that, it should that be was illegal Florida. to chain a alligator to anything other than a meat processing plant. The motherfuckers taste good, but they will kill you. Anyways, I don't know. I would Gators, chain. I would chain good. an alligator to my front door. Let's let's ATF come in. You listen. You can't tame a fucking alligator. They just choose to. I'm not saying. Not to. I'm not saying tame it. I'm saying go through the back door. <laughs> Tell me why there's a law in Florida that says it's illegal to swim or to sing in a swimsuit. Okay, first and foremost, it's Florida. I mean, yeah. I think that has to do with uh, Miss America beauty pageant. It might be. That's my personal that would opinion. Make, that would make sense. Okay. Makes sense. Well, with that being said, uh, basically the conclusion is is that we have to archive what we own because we can't force billion-dollar companies to make smart decisions, last I checked. Does anybody have anything different than that? Because that's what I get out of this bitch. I mean, I we got Bud Light to calm the fuck down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I get the, the feeling that, can... that uh, if I may interject for a moment here, I get the feeling that even... The idea of, oh, let's just, you know, save this and archive it for our own purposes and start sharing it among people. I get the feeling eventually even that's going to be attacked as some, uh piracy or nonsense. Bro, mm-hmm. You remember bro. when PlayStation said you can't share discs once you put the disc into your system? No, that, that was that Xbox. disc is locked to your hardware? That was Xbox. And then oh, Sony made bad. fun of them and it was fucking hilarious. I showed you the video. Yeah, that's right. I confused the two. My that bad. That was fucking hilarious. I mean, I don't play Xbox in the first place, but that was, I was like, you just handed the entire generation to Sony in one sentence. I knew it, and I was right. Oh, my God. That was so fucking hilarious. All right. Well, with that being said, uh, Chaos, closing statements? Uh, I was just going to say that the problem that comes with everything being online and digital and whatnot is we've already had obviously multiple occurrences where information just gets sold and whatnot so i think in the end it's probably not going to come to be just because of the fact that i've seen so many things get taken down because of the fact that they were like hey by the way we're using your email address to apply for these different like emails and whatnot so if you get those don't worry about them all right officer closing statement well thinking on things yeah what you said is pretty much the case where honestly we just got to get it ourselves but i think even in the long run that is going to just be intentionally made harder they're gonna make it so that you have to constantly keep rebuying shit all right um chaos oh sorry uh ct closing statement yeah, I think this runs in line with right to repair and uh, just piggybacking off of what Officer said. It's 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 going to make it impossible for us to own anything. You're not going to be allowed to own it because it's owned by somebody else. And if you have it, you're not allowed to fix it because the the blueprints and schematics for it are owned by another party. So you it's it's just 
planned obsolescence. Yeah, they did that with the printers. Like they're actually trying to sue people for fixing printers. And also they're putting cartridges on a monthly subscription, even if you haven't run out. That shit disgusted me. John Deere, International, Peterbilt. It's it's all over the place, man. So, uh, and it's unnecessary. Um, all right. Well, uh, I have the distinct feeling That's that how they I'm get going money. to regret this. Ron Giku, closing statements. You say that as if I'm always causing trouble. You're not always, um, but you surprise me and it's terrifying when you do it. Honestly, I think with this, uh, I think we're all pretty much on the same page. It sounds like where the way things are going, it definitely seems like there's not a lot of options per se um, to minimize the Oh, I don't know what sound just happened. That was me. Continue your statement. Okay. Um, but to minimize like the digi digital takeover of things, uh, we can try and you know purchase physical copies of things. We can, you know, go through torrenting. But there's a lot of need for control from the corporations. It makes it really difficult. Okay, with that being said, I don't care how you get it, just as long as you get it and don't lose it. Disc can get disc rot. Cassettes demagnetize or they can get sun spoiled or I don't know what the technical term is. But data, as long as you move it around, you don't have to worry about stuff. Make sure you have more than one backup. The more time passes, the cheaper storage options get. And the cheaper storage option gets, the easier it is to archive things onto a separate secondary platform or media that you own. There will always be a corporation that tries to take things from you because they want you to pay for them again or they don't give enough of a shit about it or don't think it'll make them a lot of profit so they don't want to put effort into doing something of quality. So it's up to the individual to get their shit. Also, debtware is a thing. If something exists and the licensing company doesn't exist, the company doesn't exist and it can't be reproduced, torrent that bitch yeah you heard me i said it do it because i'd rather entertainment and media be archived than have it be lost because someone decided well i can't make billions of dollars with it i can only make millions so why even bother fuck that shit the modern library of alexandria <laughs> honestly yeah. and i will see you guys in the next one